his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Good afternoon. It is game day, Thursday, December 21st. I'm Scoot on the air tonight. The Saints 7-7 seven and seven take on the 7-7 seven and seven Rams. Both teams fighting for a spot to get in the playoffs, so they're going to be going after each other. Uh, it, this is going to be a tough battle for the Saints. But if the Saints play the way they did in the latter part of the game against the Panthers, and if they play the way they did last week in the Dome against the Giants, the Saints will beat the Rams tonight. And how awesome would that be? I know it's been a quick week for the Saints, a quick turnaround. Uh, and the Rams had to play over, over the weekend as well, so it's a short week for them. But the Saints had to travel to the West Coast, so that makes it a little tougher for the Saints. So how are you feeling about the game? I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I, if, the Saints, if the Saints play to the best of their ability, they can beat the Rams. I mean, we've just got some good stuff going on. And I just felt really good about what I saw in the Dome last week. And I still have hope that the Saints get to the playoffs. I mean, we're just like just. I think I think we're we're in. I think we're in second place in our division. We're we're not in first place because of, of tiebreakers, but those tiebreakers are uh, could possibly change with the final three games of the season. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that on the show today. We do have an abbreviated show today because uh, starting at three o'clock, it is uh, Mike Detillier and um, Charlie Long for the Bet Three Sixty Five first take, and then at five o'clock. Go to Manning's. Manning's Sports Bar and Grill. If you're in the downtown area, you just want to get off work early and hang out. It's Countdown to Kickoff with Bobby Bear and Steve Geller and the father of the first family of football, Archie Manning. Archie Manning will be there with Bobby Bear and Steve Geller at Manning's starting at 5 o'clock this afternoon. So that's just an awesome, uh, that's just an awesome way to, to start the game. And look, Manning's is an incredible place to watch the game. Maybe you've never been there. If you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. They've got um, TVs. They've got it synced up with uh, Deuce and, and Mike Haas, so you can hear hear that action. You can watch the game and, and hear uh, Deuce and um, Mike Haas call the game. And then uh, after all of that, it's the Chirac point after with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Saints versus the Rams, primetime Thursday night football tonight. You'll hear it all right here on WWL, also free on the Odyssey app. So, yeah, a lot to uh, lot to talk about over the next uh, couple of hours. Also, uh, Travis Kelsey is talking about how he he wants to make sure he doesn't tra- uh, chase uh, Taylor Swift away. He's talking about how smart Taylor Swift is and that he's learning something every day and he doesn't want to say the, the wrong thing. I hope this isn't a heartbreak waiting to happen. I mean, I, I hope they, they get along and, and, and do well. I don't know if it's for if it's forever, but I mean, Taylor Swift doesn't have much of a reputation, but who knows? I mean, maybe she has found her love in, in Travis Kelsey. But it's interesting that in an interview, he's just talking about how he doesn't want to do a, doesn't want to do the wrong thing. Also, LSU star Olivia Dunn and her boyfriend, Pittsburgh Pirates former LSU pitcher Paul Skeens, seen partying in New York. They had a night in New York. You know, it's expensive in New York, but if any if any couple can afford to go to New York and really live it up, it would be Paul Skeens and Olivia Dunn. Anyway, they, you know, really a, a, a very cute couple. And apparently they uh, described the night as a perf night. 
So I guess that's a, a perfect a perfect night. And you have heard in our news that the levee bonfires have moved to Saturday because of the probability of a very wet, windy Christmas Eve. And, you know, this is smart. I, I You know, I, look, we love tradition. But when 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 nature interrupts tradition, then it's okay to, you know, to make a change. But it's because of the, the threat of rain and, and high winds on Christmas Eve that the leaders of St. James and St. John Parishes have moved up the annual Christmas tree bonfire uh, lighting to uh, Saturday instead of Sunday. So, so be aware of that. I mean, that is a party. And to all of you who are involved in that, to all of you who are making the bonfires, thank you. It just look at those structures and think of the work that it takes. I mean, the physical labor. And then somebody's back there, you know, in the background designing all of this uh, intricate stuff. And it really is, a, it, it's, it's quite a tradition. And it is designed to, you know, light the way the tradition is. It, it lights the way for Papa Noel to, uh, to, to arrive and, and, and bring his gifts. So it's a really cool, um, really cool tradition. But it's been uh, moved up to Saturday. Also, I wrote a blog after the show yesterday. It's still trending on our website, www.com, and it is titled, Fearing That Liberals Are Stealing Christmas is Stupid. I could think of some other words, but that's the one, the best one that I thought we could could get away with. And I kind of go through some of the uh, controversies of the past and just this idea that liberals are trying to steal Christmas. Just it's it's time to not worry about that any, any longer and the good news is a, a poll was taken uh, by the website DefendChristmas.com. And they conducted a poll uh, two years ago and found that 95% of the, re- of the responders said that they're not interested in fighting the war on Christmas anymore. They just want to enjoy the holiday. And maybe that's one of the reasons why this Christmas, Christmas 2023 has um, been somewhat void of serious uh, Christmas controversy. There have been a few things that have sparked up. But one thing that I point out in the blog is that these things that become such a big deal are the result of like one person making a decision, one person complaining about something. And, and it's projected to, to make it seem as if the whole country is doing this. And that's, that's never true. So you know, I, w- I was happy to try to give a new perspective to this. And that's trending on our website at WWL.com. Uh, Egan is off and Coleman is our studio producer. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Scoot, I'm a bit nervous. Why are you nervous? This is one of those no-excuse games because yeah. the teams are so evenly matched, Seven, yeah. both 7-7, seven and seven, both trying to get to the playoffs. Both of them have a short week. So the thing is, if we lose, we can't blame nobody but ourselves. So I'm hoping we get past 500. But this text okay. says, the big question is, what refs are going to call the game and are they <laughs> going to uh, call the game fair? Hopefully it's not the crew that had the big no-call back then. I would not expect the refs to be fair. And if there is um, if there's any bias, I would expect the refs collectively as a team to be biased toward the Rams. Really? Yeah, I would think that they would be biased toward the Rams. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but I just I I, I think that's that's the way it goes, and it, it's it's sad. But um, let's hope that there's no controversy over calls. Let's hope that there are calls when they're supposed to be calls, and let's hope that there are no calls when they're not supposed to be calls. So that is something else to to consider, and it's a legitimate question in particular for. For, for Saints fans. So anyway, I, you know, I, I, am, I am jazzed for this game tonight. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope you are as well. Um, I know a lot of you are planning to, to go out to your favorite bar, uh, your favorite uh, restaurant bar to, uh, to watch the game. You know, it, it's fun sometimes being in a crowd uh, and watching the game. And then again, I want to recommend Manning's. 
if you've never been to Manning's, I mean, the food's good, great drinks. And I mean, it is, you know, they have, they have some recliners in there. Obviously, it's first come, first serve, but, you know, there are recliners in there. So there's, it's a really nice setting, and I think it's going to be really cool. And, and make sure you listen to this on, on WWL this afternoon during the countdown to kickoff. Bobby Bear and Archie Manning together on the air. That's going to be cool. Now, you know, these, these former quarterbacks, you know, they're like ex-presidents. You know, they know things that nobody else knows. Like Archie and, and, and Bobby know things that nobody else knows. They've got those ex-quarterback secrets that, you know, nobody else knows that stuff. But those guys know. Anyway, it's going to be interesting to uh, hear that. And you can go see it live at Manning's this afternoon. There is a huge controversy in New Orleans, and it has, um, it has been bothering me. And I want, to, I, I want to address this. I don't have a script in front of me. I don't have an official statement. I'm speaking to you from my heart. The controversy is over something we talked about the other day, and it exploded yesterday. It's the Dick Clark rockin' New Year's Eve pulling out of New Orleans. I have never deceived the public. I have never deceived my audience. I'm in a difficult situation because there are people bigger than me that obviously have a vested interest in making sure that crime is never the problem that something cancels. I'm not going to belabor this point, but for my own credibility, I want to tell you that my source, a very reliable, credible source, and then another source backed it up as well. This person was on the phone call concerning the the, the moving the game. I'm moving the moving the, the Dick Clark Rockin' New Year's Eve event. They're going to be in New York, Las Vegas, and L.A. New Orleans is the central time zone prime spot to experience New Year's Eve. It has been for a long time, and it's been building for, for, for decades. This city is just phenomenal, New Year's Eve, and the fireworks, and all of that stuff is still going to happen. And first of all, please know that I have never, ever done anything but try to support this city. And one of the things that people greet me with in public is, thank you for doing so much to support the city. I have always supported the city. But I also share the truth. And all I can tell you is the source that I trust the most was on the phone call. And this person told me, that one of the reasons, well, actually, this person told me that the reason that Dick Clark was leaving was because of crime. Now, I do believe that there are other factors involved as well. But from a credibility standpoint, I just, I just, I, I want you all to know that I take what I do very, very seriously. I've made mistakes. And when I make a mistake, I correct the mistakes. But I stand by my two sources who said that crime was, was a factor. And I just don't want you to think that I recklessly go on the air and say things because I have never done that and I never will. And I will always, I will always move in the direction of promoting New Orleans. But I'm also honest about New Orleans. Um, the city doesn't want to be honest about itself because some of the honest things about New Orleans are not good. And the city wants to, wants to present a, a certain image. And that's, and that's fine. I get that. 
But with all the talk that's that's gone on about this Dick Clark special, New Year's Eve special not being here this year, I just wanted to tell all of you that I would just never go out of my way to, to bash this city. And I only talk about the truth. I mean, that's, I guess I get paid to, just to be honest and to entertain an audience. And that's, and that's what I do. Other people can have their point of view and that's fine. And there's going to be storylines. There are going to be people bigger than me. They're going to have their, their storylines. I understand that. It's, it's part of their job. But I just wanted you to know that I just didn't go on the air wildly and, and say that crime was a, a, was a factor because it was a factor. The other thing that I have learned is that Las Vegas, they came up with the money. The sponsors came up with the money. And so when you hear it's a financial thing, it could be that Vegas came up with more money. Vegas wants to promote the sphere. I've never experienced it when I was in Vegas not long ago. It wasn't quite finished. I saw the sphere. It's a new venue. It kind of looks, um, it looks like it's a giant black ball. And it's huge. It's a concert venue. And I was talking to uh, Diane Newman, our um, operations director and brand manager. Uh, her good friend went to the U2 concert in Vegas and said, it is just the most unbelievable place ever. And give it to Vegas because when they do something, they do it right. And money is no object. So I, I haven't experienced it, but I've heard that it's just an, an incredible experience. That's what Vegas wants to promote. And so in a way, Vegas kind of stole this from, from New Orleans. But as I say, the person that talked to me about this had no reason to lie, and, and crime was mentioned. And I just wanted to bring that up on the show. But this is not something that I'm going to belabor between now and, and New Year's Eve. In fact, all I'm going to do from now on is talk about... Without Dick Clark, I mean, so what? The, the, the city is a great place to celebrate New Year's Eve. It was a great place before Dick Clark came here. It's a great place now. And so nobody should lose enthusiasm at all. If you're outside of the New Orleans area and you're, you're planning on coming here, please come. You're not going to know that Dick Clark's not here. There's still going to be a lot going on. And the fireworks, and, and there'll be a lot going on. So it's still a wonderful place to celebrate New Year's Eve. I'm going to put all of this other behind us. We are going to talk to Walt Lachey uh, later in the, in, the, in the next hour. Uh, he's from New Orleans and Company. And we will talk about um, their, their perspective on this and what, what they understand and what they know. And I want to give them an opportunity to, uh, to say that. Walt wanted to come on, and I'm, I'm happy to have him on. So we'll talk about that uh, next hour. All right. Uh, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504 504- 260-1870. But I am here to promote New Orleans as the best place to celebrate New Year's Eve. And I have so many great experiences in downtown New Orleans on New Year's Eve. We'll talk even more about that next week on the show. But do not be discouraged and don't let this, this absence of the Dick Clark Rock and New Year's Eve affect your opinion, your attitude about New Orleans at all, because it's a great place to celebrate New Year's Eve. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be right back on WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I don't know why a lot of people hate this song. I mean, I always thought it was kind of a cool, modern Christmas song. All right. I mean, it's like maybe it's a little hokey, but, uh, you know, I mean, I always thought this was kind of a cool song. Paul McCartney, one of the Beatles, does a, a Christmas song, Wonderful Christmas Time. Let's do a quick text off here. Do you love it or hate it? Just text love or hate to the Oakland Heart text line, 504-260-1870. We'll uh, take track of it, keep track of this. Do you love or hate this song? Because it's just one of those songs that some people love it. Some people hate it. Just text love or hate to the Oakland Heart text line, 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy. Okay, I'm Scoot on the air. It is a Thursday. It's game day. The Saints play tonight, and our pregame coverage begins with the uh, three sixty five. It's the it's now the three sixty five bet three sixty five first take, and that starts at three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, let's go to Coleman with some of your text messages. Okay, this text says bonfires should be eliminated due to global warming and pollution. Oh wow! I hope that's sarcastic. <laughs> really, I mean, I, I hope it is. Uh, this text says, Scooter, you don't have to explain yourself. I listened to you my, for your entire career, and I know you've always been straight and honest with New Orleans. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, so much information has come out after we, after we, we talked about this, um, Dick Clark um, pulling out. And, you know, you, you have a choice. You know, you can either believe me or not, but I can tell you I have no reason to, to mislead anybody. And I can tell you that the person who was on the phone call, told me that crime was mentioned. And that's all that I got from that person. We're now learning that there are other reasons, but the big, the the story that's out there now is it's financial issues and not crime. Well, from my source, I have a a, a different view of this. But again, I I explained this at the the opening of the show. I I don't want to go on with this controversy. But for my own credibility, I just wanted to make sure that that everybody knows that, that you know, my sources are, are, are credible. And the city itself does not want crime to be an issue when it comes to anything, especially something high profile like this. So, again, I don't know, I don't know what's true, but I can tell you that I, I, I trust my sources and I, I'm telling you the truth as I know it. But we're not going to continue to talk about this because I just want to talk about how great New Orleans is as a, a place to celebrate New Year's Eve. All right. This is an example of being tuned in. This text says, if I was a referee yesterday, I would have flagged you for targeting that caller who was being sarcastic <laughs> earlier in the game. You know, I, that caller went, it, I mean, I'm telling you, I, well, you know, I, I get calls here and we get text and man, people, um, you know, people, there, there's some crazy people out there. And then this guy was talking about just such crazy stuff. I thought he was serious. And then we get into the break and I'm thinking back on the call and I'm going, that guy was just joking. That guy was so tuned in. And so the texter is also tuned in. It's one thing to be listening to the show. I respect those of you who are tuned in because you, you, you get it. And this guy was like totally sarcastic. He was talking about something about um, he was upset because they've banned the northbound lane on the causeway. They've banned it. And they did ban it because there was a, a vehicle fire. And he was going through crazy stuff like that. I thought he was serious, but uh, he, he wasn't. 
And uh, this one says, Merry Christmas, Tommy. Where's Tommy? Tommy here? Tommy, are you right there? No, Tommy's <laughs> not here. And I'll leave you with this, just a preview. <laughs> so far on your uh, impromptu text off, a lot of people love it. A lot of loves. A, a lot of heart emojis, a lot of loves. Good. A, a few hates, so we'll see. So though. there's more loves than hates. So far. So okay, far. that's this good. This is an early preview. Because I just know that there are people who hate that song, Wonderful Christmas Time. I like it. I think it's a, it's, it's a good song. And... You know, years ago when it came out, uh, and I was, you know, on the air doing music radio, I thought, man, this is kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, it's not the typical Silent Night, which is a beautiful song. But, it, you know, I mean, the rock generation wanted some, some rockin' Christmas music, and I just thought Wonderful Christmas Time was, was one of those songs. All right, I also want to talk about the Saints. What do you think is going to happen tonight? Are the Saints going to come out and just kick butt? Are they going to come out with this attitude like, you know, we're going to take it to you? Or are they going to come out and they're going to be passive? It's going to be one or the other. We have seen, as Saints fans, we have seen the Saints come out, and to us, the fans, they appear to be passive. They appear to be predictable. We've talked about that a lot on the show this season and in the past. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen tonight? And do you feel good about the possibility of the Saints winning? The Open Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Area code 504-260-1870. Yeah, I'm really glad. Um, I'm, I'm glad so many people like the song uh, Wonderful Christmas Time because I think it's kind of, a, kind of a cool song. Oh, by the way, poor Rudy Giuliani. He's filed for bankruptcy. Rudy, I, I don't want to get into politics today, but, you know, I, I think this just goes to, to, to show you and I don't know for sure, but it seems like, um, I mean, there are a lot of people saying that Rudy Giuliani has had a, a, an issue with drinking. That's been in the news a lot. And if that is the case, you know, I kind of feel sorry for him. But it serves as, as an example about how sometimes that stuff can destroy your life. And Rudy Giuliani has been ordered to pay $148 million dollars to two election workers in Georgia because in his quest to make it seem as if Trump had, had won the election and the election was stolen from Trump, he defamed their character. You know, you, you, can't, you can't do that. And if you do, you're going to pay. And Rudy Giuliani is, is paying. All right, so what about the Saints tonight? What is it going to take for the Saints to win? Are they going to come out on fire? I have a feeling they're going to come out on fire, and I hope I'm right about this. I think the point spread is about four points, so you would get the Saints and, and four points. I don't, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a gambler, and sometimes the point spread is right on, and sometimes it's just it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all, and I have no way of predicting the score of the game. You know, some, some people sometimes report a high-scoring game. It's a low-scoring game. Uh, sometimes people report a low, or predict a low-scoring game. It's a high-scoring game. So I don't know about scores. I, I just don't. There's no way of knowing what the score is going to be. And, and I think most people are kind of off when they, when they predict actual scores. But, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good about the Saints being on national television and on the road because the Saints have a history of, uh, you know, holding their own on the road. All right, if you want to join us this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. All right, so uh, what's, what's going to happen here? 
And I know everybody's kind of in holiday mode. And uh, if you just have time to text us, send us a text. Do you think the Saints are going to come out on fire or are they going to be passive and predictable? The Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. Uh, tomorrow, we will have the annual Scoot on the air, Twas the Night Before Christmas. We've done it every year for a while. There will be a new one tomorrow. I, I thought about sharing uh, last year's with you this year. I, I don't know if I'm going to—I I might do it, but— Anyway, we'll have a new one uh, tomorrow. It's, it's our version of Twas the Night Before Christmas, and it's, um, I think it's a, a pretty accurate story. I like, I like updating the, the original story. Uh, I'm Scoot on the air. Really uh, glad you're with us. Uh, I'm getting texts about the, uh, the Saints, and this text says the Saints win 65-3, to and the defense takes it to them. That's Bobby from Iberville. You know, the defense was so awesome. Is the defense going to show up again like that? I mean, I wouldn't think the defense has got great momentum and that they're just going to want to show that momentum off and show off who they are. This was the defense that everybody was talking about before the season started. And the first two games of the season were great. But then things happened, and there was sloppy tackling. There was no tackling. There was kind of trying to knock a player down by bumping into him. That doesn't work. you got to get down in there and tackle their legs. And that wasn't happening. And so we saw a lot of, lot of scores as a result of, uh, of players on the Saints defense not, not hitting with the tackles. But last week was a totally different ball game. And I saw a lot of great solo tackles. Is that going to happen again tonight? It should. I think it will. It's going to be a lot to, uh, to watch for tonight. Uh, we're going to get some of your text messages here in just a moment. Let's go to Joseph in Metairie. Hey, Joseph. Yes, good. Yes. I just wanted to wish you and uh, everybody out there a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year coming up, which is just about ready to start. Yeah. Well, Joseph, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. And very Merry Christmas to you as well and and Happy New Year. Yeah. We made it to uh, 2024 just about. Just about. Yeah. And, you know, years ago when somebody talked about the year 2000 or the year 2024 that sounds so futuristic it seemed like we would never be there and here we are you know i was thinking that um isn't tomorrow the 21st no today's today's the 21st all right today's the 21st um the 21st actually marks uh the beginning of the winter solstice yeah Winter solstice celebrated in the northern hemisphere. Right. Now, in the southern hemisphere, the winter solstice is celebrated on, guess what date? I, I have no idea. December 25th. December, okay, oh, interesting. What does that mean? I have, December 25th. Yeah, I have no idea. Joseph, I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. The celebration of Christmas, Friday. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, below the equator, it's um, about to be summertime, and north of the equator, it's, um, it's wintertime. Joseph, uh, glad you had a chance to call. Um, uh, let's see, Coleman's been, let me get a couple of uh, text messages here uh, that says, uh, here's a text that says, um, uh, a couple about uh, Dick Clark, uh, New Year's Eve show, um, 
by a city that's nicknamed Sin City. Yeah, look, um, the Vegas New Year's Eve show is going to be good. I mean, New Orleans is a great place, and we're a party town, but you know, you, you can't deny that Vegas is as well. Here's a text that says, um, I love that song, meaning Wonderful Christmas Time. I hope they bring out Jimmy Graham. Yeah, a lot of people have talked when, when the Saints weren't doing well. A lot of people were asking the question, where's, where's Jimmy Graham? And so now we've seen Jimmy Graham. Uh, I, I wonder if there are plans to do a better job of maybe working him into the game plan because he seems to be doing a, a, a decent job. And a couple of touchdowns have really been exciting. All right, let's go to Coleman with some of your text messages. All right, so this, uh, this text says, The Pels play in Cleveland tonight. They will take the win. Thanks, Miss Benson. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Benson. The Pels are, are the Pelicans are doing really, really well. I mean, they just, boy, when they lost that game to the Grizzlies, the last second, and John Morant scored that layup, um, and the Pelicans lost. It was still a, a good game. I'm sorry they gave up a, like a 19 point lead at, at halftime, but you know that's going to happen in the NBA, and they have so many games that that will happen. But the Pelicans are really doing great. And it was so great uh, to see such a large crowd at the Smoothie King Center when the Pelicans played uh, Memphis. Hey, Scoot, just between us, nobody else is listening. Okay, Everybody, no, yeah. hey, shh. Is, is, is it Gail Benson still single? Yeah, uh, technically, yes. All right, good, good. Legally. Good, I, good. I, th- I think, I mean, I don't know, unless something has changed. I, I think she's... I think she's legally single. Yeah, I find her quite attractive for some reason. I'm not really sure why. But. Yeah, well, don't you go having any impure thoughts. <laughs> All right. This uh, text says, Hello, Scoop. From what I understand, Paul McCarthy makes about $400,000 in royalties off his Christmas songs every year. Merry Christmas to Sir Paul. Take, wow. take care. I mean, think about that. I don't, I don't know what the figure is, but Paul McCarthy does make royalties. And, and these, these rockers, they are... They make royalty. The royalty checks that they get for one song can be incredible. And they've got like multiple songs out there. All that money is just pouring in every year. It's, I mean, it's really insane. Yeah, that was it. All right. If you've got a uh, comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talking Text Line, 504-260-1870. And we'll get to uh, more of your calls here uh, coming up. Um, so... Sometimes, you know, I mean, we've been playing a lot of rock Christmas songs, and, and I love the, the updated rock versions of, of Christmas songs, and I love the, the original rock Christmas songs that we, that we have now. But, you know, it's always great to do some of the traditional songs, and here's one that I love to play this time of year. And I, I, I hope when you hear this song, I, I, I hope it's uplifting, you know, because, again, I know sometimes Christmas can be really, really sentimental for, for a lot of people. And if, um, if you're having trouble this year, I always like to, to remind you, um, just hang in there. It won't be like this all the time. It is a wonderful time of year, still uh, cool outside, and some rain expected for, for Christmas Eve. But I don't know. It's not going to stop me from doing anything. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Oh, wow, this is a really sad day on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar. On this day in 1972, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas played their last concert in Detroit, Michigan. Their recording career went from 1963 to 1972. They had over two dozen hits, and 10 of their singles reached the top 10 of the Billboard Rhythm and Blues charts. Some of them hit... The Billboard number one, uh, Billboard Hot 100 uh, number one charts. Dancing in the Streets, Heat Wave, Nowhere to Run, Jimmy Mack, 
Just a few, but this is the day they played their last show. I'm Scoot on the air. All right, coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, Saints. And remember, our pregame coverage begins with um, uh, Charlie Long and Steve Geller. And that's going to be, uh, this. I'm sorry, Mike Dettelier and uh, Charlie Long. And it's the Bet365 first take. It comes up at 3 o'clock. And then at 5 o'clock, go live to Manning Sports Bar and Grill in the Warehouse District. Countdown to kickoff with Bobby and Steve Geller and Archie Manning. We'll join Bobby Bear and Steve Geller live at Manning's. And you can just hang out there because that is one great place to watch a football game. All right, more to come, including Travis Kelsey wants to be careful that he doesn't say anything to chase Taylor Swift away. Of course we'll tell you about that. That's coming up on WWL.